you're almost famous. You just might find yourself live on air on WATD. Hour two of Almost Famous begins now. And welcome to the second hour of Almost Famous here on 95.9 WATD. My name is John Shea. My co-host for the evening, the legendary Peter L. Brown. That's it. Sounding good tonight, man. Thanks for coming by. Thanks for having me. Of course. And on the tiny stage tonight, we welcome in Sam Robbins. Sam, good evening. How are you tonight? Hope he's not listening. He doesn't have the headphones on. How are you doing in there, man? Hi, how's it going? Doing great. Welcome to the show tonight. Thanks for having me. We got a full cast of characters here. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty great. Excellent. So for those who uh, might not know who you are, tell us, who is Sam Robbins? Uh, I'm 21. Uh, I'm a singer-songwriter from Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Uh, I go to Berkeley. I play a lot around Boston. Uh, I'm I'm trying to do a little more country thing now. Um, Yeah, it's sort of like Americana singer-songwriter. Very cool. So tell us how you got involved with music. Uh, well, I, I played piano when I was eight. My parents made me take piano lessons, and I hated it. Um, and so I told my drummer, my teacher, that I wanted to play drums. And I started playing drums, and then I, um, I got in a punk band that was really bad uh, for like three years. And then I started playing guitar because my brother played. And it just sort of, I realized I liked this a lot better than playing in a punk band. So, yeah. Fantastic. Well, I want to hear a song to kick off the night, and then I want to talk about some of your... Uh your songwriting experiences along the way. So what are we going to open the show up with tonight, Sam? Uh, it's my single. Uh, it's called Now With You. Okay. Uh, yeah, I just put it out in October, uh, and I just recorded it uh, over the summer. And it's, uh, yeah. All right, well, let's hear it. We have Sam Robbins live on the tiny stage tonight on 95.9 WATD. It's all yours, my friend. Cool, thanks. takes years for a tree to grow It takes miles to be a road It takes decades to really know It takes a lifetime to build a home I want it to be now with you Oh yes I do Scream out loud baby I love you now with you Now with you Oh yes, I want it to be now, baby I've been trying to hold back To let my life run its track I know you didn't ask but I'm ready at last I want it to be now with you Oh, yes I do Scream out loud, baby, I love you Now with you Now with you Oh I got a good feeling about it But what I'm really needing is now 
Yes, I want it to be now I want it to be every moment Of every day Till legs grow tired And hair fades to gray I want it to be now with you Oh, yes I do Scream out loud, baby, I love you Now with you Now with you Now with you Sam Robbins in studio tonight, 95.9 WATD. Very nice job on that one, my friend. Thank you, thank you. Tell us uh, what that song is all about, if you would. Well, that song, uh, well, I think it's 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 about being young and wanting to. My girlfriend's in the studio right now, but um, <laughs> it's being young and you know wanting to, wanting to be grown up and wanting to have a real life, you know, outside of being twenty one and being in college and stuff. And um, I wrote it just to be like a super like laid back, you know, like a lot of people are like, oh, like the Jack Johnson, John Mayer thing, you know, which, yeah, that, I think that's a compliment, but I, I kind of try to like, I kind of try to bring that vibe in the song. Yeah. So you mentioned you started off playing piano when you were a kid, went to drumming, started the punk band. When did you realize that you could write, that you could play music for a living? Um, hmm, that's an interesting question. Yeah, I definitely, when I was like a sophomore in high school, I was like 16 and I, I was playing this, I, I had decided to just kind of write an EP just randomly, and I was like, I'll just record it on GarageBand. It sounded kind of not great, but then it, it people really like responded well to it, just like in my high school and stuff, and and I, I realized that this, I, this is something I really liked doing, and I didn't think, I was like, I have to be a music teacher, you know, but then I, I realized I was just like, man, I'm just going to go for it, you know, when I was like 16 or so, and... I don't know. It's been it's been an interesting ride ever since then. Yeah. When you first started writing, were you writing punk songs? Or were you writing acoustic pop songs like we're hearing tonight? Oh, uh, I mean, they were definitely acoustic pop songs, but I, uh, they were definitely influenced by because I was used to be a huge fan of like Blink One Eighty Two and like all who wasn't? Those, bands. those guys are great. Yeah, yeah, I know. So Still it was them. a lot of it was a lot of like you know, but it was on acoustic, so it was. It counted, you know. Exactly, yes. It, 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 it got attention that way. Yeah. Excellent. Sam, share with us your website and any online information that people can go and check out the new single that we just heard and uh, find other information about you like tour dates. Cool. Um, yeah, the, the, new, the new song is on iTunes and Spotify, Sam Robbins. And um, I have samrobbinsmusic.com. You can find all that stuff on there. And there's Sam Robbins Music on Facebook and uh, Sam Robbins Music on Instagram. And, you know, the picture is me in, like, an alley, like, holding a guitar. Just, yeah, that's how you find it. Awesome. Very cool. So take us through how you uh, became uh, interested in attending Berkeley. Uh, Berkeley, that, yeah, that was an interesting ride. So I, like, I never wanted to go to Berkeley, actually. Um, there, there's another school I wanted to go to, and um, I was just kind of, like, I, I went to the audition just, like, to audition at Berkeley, and then it was, like, I got in, and I, I, I decided I would just try it out for a year, and I was like, hmm, I mean, it's pretty cool, and I actually went to this other school for a semester after that one year, 
but then I ended up coming back to Berkeley because it's just been like the most amazing experience going there. You know what I mean? And like I do. Yeah, yeah, and like being surrounded by that. It's like an oasis of of music in the world, you know. It's 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 amazing there. Now tell us because you you're only 21, you've only been been playing music for for a short time, but tell us some of you, some of your experiences playing out. Where, where have you played, and any any favorite clubs or venues that you've you visited along your way? Uh, I definitely I've played at the Middle East a few times. Uh, Middle East in Cambridge, um, upstairs and downstairs, and that one is I have a good relationship with the people working there, and I really like playing there. You know, they do a lot of amazing shows, and a lot of people come out generally. And I don't know, I've just had a great time there. And uh, I just actually just played at the Music Hall in Portsmouth, which is where I'm from. My English teacher actually got me a gig there, uh, opening for this guy B.J. Thomas, and that was that was an amazing experience, like a nine hundred yeah, seat. Nobody knows who he is. Yeah, he's a he, somewhat of a legend. You might yeah, say. yeah. It was it was so funny. My English teacher just called me and was like, "Yeah, my friend is like the man, the tour manager for for B.J. Thomas. Like, want to open for him?" Now I'm, I'm yes. going to sound like a, a complete musical idiot here, but. It wasn't until I saw your post about that that I realized that he's still alive. <laughs> yeah, I got that. A lot of people said that when I when, I, um, when I, I told them that I was opening for him. But he really still has it, though. Like he was, he he could definitely still hit the notes and stuff. He he was working it. Nice. We have Sam Robbins in studio tonight on ninety five nine WATD. The new single is available up on iTunes. You mentioned Spotify, all that. Those are musical platforms out yep. there. Excellent. Well, let's hear some more music. What are we going to hear from you next tonight? Um, this one is another one that's on the EP, and um, this is probably f- my favorite song that I've ever written because I, I do a lot of bar gigs, um, and you know a lot of them, and and I meet a lot of interesting characters playing there. And one day I decided I would write a song about it, and I came home and I wrote like ten verses to this song, and I, I had to cut it down, but um, it's called "I've Spent a Lot of Time in Bars." All right, we have Sam Robbins live on the tiny stage tonight on 95.9 WATD, all yours. I've spent a lot of time in bars With a lot of different people Who tell me they like the way I play Women who have stepped One inch too far And men who have fallen Off their ladder to the stars I've spent a lot of time in bars I've spent a lot of time being talked to in a lot of different ways By folks Who think they know who I am Men who say, boy I was once like you And old women who say, boy If I was 22 I've spent a lot of time being talked to No light gets in No one loses, no one wins, I admit I see a little bit of me in them I'll get out one day, but so far 
I've spent a lot of time in bars I've seen a lot of success In Armani suits and spray tans Folks who think they know the way I keep on trying, trying my best to remind myself that more can sometimes mean less. I've seen a lot of success. I've seen a lot of desperation. Just need something to love They see a drink In the corner of the room Think of everything I could love in this world I still choose you Seen a lot of desperation, it's true No light gets in no one loses, no one wins, I admit I see a little bit of me in them I'll get out one day, but so far I've spent a lot of time in bars I'll get out one day, but so far I've spent a lot of time in bars Sam Robbins in studio tonight on 95.9 WATD. That was amazing. Very Thank nice you. job on that song, my friend. Thanks. Thanks. We have uh, Peter Brown in studio tonight. Peter, what do you think tonight? It's amazing. So what were some of the punk influences that you had when you were when you were growing up and in, into the music world? Um, well, yeah, like I said, I mean, I, I, I was really heavy into... I mean, I, I definitely am not a legit punk fan, like not like CBGB, like... That that stuff, but I was I was heavy into like Yellow Card and Blink One Eighty Two yeah. and Some Forty One. I was in a bunch of bands like that, and like I was saying in the first, like when I was first writing songs, like a lot of them. The first song I ever wrote started with, you know, power like, chords, basically. Yeah, I mean it was all power chords, you know, and like Berkeley beat power chords out of me, but like they've been like, they've been known to do that. I've yeah, heard. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um. Yeah, it's just a lot of, especially in my writing. You know, it was it was it was all power chords, all you know. Like. Now I'm curious. You mentioned that that last song. I've I've spent a lot of time in bars. That you had about ten verses written for that song. How did you narrow that down? What verses were kept? What verses were thrown away? And why? It was actually it was tough. Um, because that song. Because sometimes when you're writing songs, just kind of come out. You know what I mean? And that was one of them. And and um. I actually, I had a lyric writing class. Uh, my teacher is Melissa Farrick, if, if you know her. I know that name very well, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're, she's incredible. We're, she's amazing. I've had her for two classes now, and I I would bring in songs. Like it was toward the end of the class, and I wrote this, I think, the last week of school, and I was like, Melissa, like you, what do I do with this song? And like she she's really good in class of like slashing songs. She says that a lot. Like So like I like it was like eight minutes long and then she was like yeah that won't work so, so we like we cut it down and it was 
it was because it's lyric writing class, so we we went through every lyric and which one like which which ones were most effective to telling the story and like condensing them. So they're kind of spliced together a little bit. Yeah. And did you learn from that? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it, like being in in songwriting classes in general, because that was. When I was getting to Berkeley, I was like, I already write songs, you know what I mean? Songwriting classes. But then like the um being having your lyrics projected in a room of other songwriters, including like Melissa Farrick, makes you think so much more deeply about what you're writing and like every single word you're saying. And I think that because it, it sort of conditioned me like I can't just take a back seat and think this this lyric's fine, this will hold up, because it was like I would embarrass myself in front of, like, 20 people. <laughs> That's very cool. And now, do you ever find yourself, you, you write a song, do you ever find yourself plagiarizing yourself on a different song? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> That's a funny question. Yeah, absolutely. Um, especially melodically in chords. Um, there's one chord in particular um, that I use, and I, I re one of my friends pointed this out because I wrote a ton of songs um, with this one chord in it. And he was like, hey, like, do you know that you use that? And I, I literally didn't even know I was doing it, but it's in probably like eight or nine of my songs. <laughs> and how many of those are we going to hear tonight? Um, should we, uh, should you've we see already if we can heard, guess it? You've already heard one. The, uh, it's it's the two seven chord is what it is. But yeah, it's um in the last song I had it in there. Like You got to give us an example now. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, it's... uh. In that last one, I spent a lot of time with all of you. Women who have stepped one inch too far, and men who have fallen off their that chord. Okay. Ladder to the stars. Like a seventh chord type thing? Yeah, it's 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 called a two-seven chord, but this that progression I used it in so many songs, and I like didn't <laughs> didn't know what I was doing when I was writing it. And then my So that that's the Sam Robbins drinking game tonight. Every time you hear that chord, <laughs> you take a drink. Yeah, I mean, like you would be wasted at the end of it. Like, it's because my, my jazz friends that were like, oh, like you're using that. And I just had no idea, but. Very cool. Sam Robinson, studio tonight, 95.9 WATD. We do have to take our first time out of the night. We are just rolling on to 920, but we have more with him and more of the tiny stage right after this on 95.9 WATD. Just like that one girl in high school. She was very popular back then. She had dozens of boyfriends. Hundreds. Hundreds. We've gotten quite a reputation. I did not know that. Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. And we are on the tiny stage tonight on 95.9 WATD with Sam Robbins. Sam, how you doing in there, my friend? I'm great. You sound fantastic tonight. Thank Very you. nice job so Thank far. You. Peter Brown from Tiny and Sons Class yes. in studio too. Peter yeah. L. Brown yes. in studio Sam, tonight. Well, Sam's amazing. Isn't he cool? Yeah, he's doing a great job. <laughs> now, I believe that I met you uh, courtesy of uh, Netton. Yes. Went to Nashville. Yes. Um, that w I think it was at, it was at Loretta's, right? It must have been at Loretta's, yeah. yeah. I think we met at one of the, the tribute events to Willie Nelson or something. Well, uh, or was it, uh, I went, I think the only tribute that I went to was for Jason Isbell? I'm, I don't Possibly. know. Oh, I wish, I, I didn't see, they did that tribute before I knew them, but I'm like a huge <laughs> Jason Isbell fan. Oh yeah, so me too. Well, I can hear, I was going to say, I can hear that in your work. Oh yeah, no. Which leads right into my next question, if you could, uh, well, first of all, first and foremost, reintroduce yourself and tell us who, who that voice on the other side of the microphone is. Uh, I'm Sam Robbins, uh, 21, from New Hampshire. Go to Berkeley, uh, do a lot of gigs around Boston, 
trying to do sort of a more country Americana thing right now. So yeah, Americana singer-songwriter. Are you looking for gigs at the moment? Yeah. What's okay. the best way to hit you up to uh, to book you if people are listening tonight and they want to uh, they want to hear more of you in their venue? Uh, you can find me on samrobbinsmusic.com, all the contact stuff. Also, Sam Robbins Music on Facebook, Sam Robbins Music on Instagram. I've given this pitch so many times at bars. Uh, it's just any of those. Um, Sam Robbins Music, basically, you'll find me. And now back to the question before I got distracted with Jason Isbell. Uh, tell us about your influences, Sam, if you would. Yeah. Um, well, I'm a really big James Taylor fan. Um, I've just, Especially the past few months, I've just been absolutely obsessed with him. And... And John Mayer is a is a big influence. You know, a lot of people come up and ask me to play his songs a lot. And um, yeah, that's that's just been a big thing, especially guitar playing wise. John Mayer and James Taylor have really I've kind of tried to synthesize it a little bit, and um, they've really been a big a big influence on me. Now, how do you differentiate the cover shows at the bars from playing your original music? Um. Well, I try to play some originals at the bars, which doesn't work all the time, but sometimes it works. But um, I don't usually promote the bar gigs as much, and then I, I promote the bigger gigs so people will actually come and stuff. And those are the more exciting ones for me all the time. You know. <laughs> now tell us about your band. Oh, my band. Well, actually, my band, they're like the most talented people I've found at Berkeley. My The drummer is this guy, Alex Fonsel, who he is a double major in like the hardest majors. He works so hard. I can't believe that guy. And the bass player is this guy from Argentina who lives in Mass. Um, and he's he's super into jazz and stuff. And uh, the guitar player is this guitar player, Cole, who's my roommate. And he's just like the best guitar player I've ever, I've ever met. And it's just crazy. They're Fantastic. Great. What is the Sam Robbins live full band show experience like? Well... It's definitely an experience. You know, I've been trying to... Um, I've been doing more of the sort of bigger shows um, this past year, and I sort of tried to... Because I'm like a pretty... Oh, sorry. Pretty like laid-back guy, you know, and I'm trying... I kind of try to bring that into the show a little bit because I think people are kind of shocked when someone is like comfortable on stage. And so I kind of just try to like put people on ease, you know, at ease. I'm not going to be like, how you doing tonight? Like that type of thing. Like, Hello, just, Cleveland. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when bands do that, I think, and especially when you're opening, which is what a lot of the shows I do, like you... Like, nobody wants you to say that when you're an opener, you know? <laughs> it's like, Speaking of Hello, Cleveland, any Spinal Tap stories you can share with us? Um... I don't know what that means. <laughs> the movie's Final Tap. It's, uh, I, any embarrassing onstage moments, offstage moments that you cannot that are appropriate for FCC friendly. Oh yeah, you can share with us. <laughs> um, well, I opened for Aaron Carter. Um, okay, if, say no more. Yeah, that. Yeah, I I randomly got this gig opening for Aaron Carter. It was an amazing show. A lot of people came out. Amazing show. And um, we he was about seven hours late, and. I had, you had to fill. What? You had to fill for him? Well, no, no. But we got we got no sound check. We got um he he shut he shut down the backstage completely. It was unbelievable. Like I had like stuff over there and there were like people that were like, You can't go back here anymore and like just crazy stuff. And he, he went on like forty five minutes late. Aaron, if you're listening, it was still great. Um, but you know, it, it was that was. There are a lot more stories that I probably couldn't tell on radio here, but <laughs> <laughs> that was a wild show. Well, let's tell you what. Let's hear a song instead. <laughs> All right. Um, 
Yeah, this song I wrote with my friend Ava Sapelsa. I don't know if you've met her, but I love Ava. Yeah, Ava's the best. I she's been Ava. here many times. Yeah, she's I love Ava. But um she lives in Nashville now and this was like the first time we got together to write a song and I sort of had this like weird idea of like a country song about being like a bad boy, which is I'm just so far from that. Um and yeah, it's called Your Next Bad Habit. But yeah, it's on the EP too. All right, let's hear this. Sam Robbins in studio tonight. 95.9 W-A-T-D, all yours. Well, I know that you've been drinking Smoking cigarettes I know that you've been thinking Of what you'll try next If you're looking for addictive You can get hooked on me I'm the best bad decision East of Tennessee None of us are angels We've all sinned and that's the truth Of all the world's demons I still choose you If I had one thing To add to your list Don't lose it now we have it Make me your next bad habit Waking up With a bad headache But it was worth it Just to brag About tomorrow's Yesterday I don't come With no side effects Withdrawal or consequence Get used to having No regrets No walls to push against None of us are angels We've all sinned and that's the truth Of all the world's demons I still choose you If I had one thing to add to your list Don't lose it now we have it Make me your next bad habit If I said I didn't need this too There's that chord that we were talking about before <laughs> Baby, I know you None of us are angels We've all sinned and that's the truth Of all the world's demons I'll always choose you if I had one thing to add to your list Don't lose it now we have it Don't lose it now we have it Don't lose it now we have it 
Make me your next bad habit. Very nice. That is Sam Robbins in studio tonight on 95.9 WATD. Now, was that Ava's decision to use that chord in that song? No, no. It was definitely my decision. Um, Excellent. So, uh, so, Sam, tell us how you co-write, because that's becoming a theme more and more often with musicians in studio is they, they're co-writing songs with friends. So how did that relationship work with Ava? Um, yeah, well, co-writing is really cool, and I... I talking about Berkeley a lot but man at Berkeley I really I got better at co-writing because there's so many people that are like yeah co-writing like let's get together and Ava was one of the first people I had a really successful co-write with because we I'm way better at melodies and and chords and stuff than I am at lyrics like lyrics just take a lot longer for me to do and Ava is really really good at lyrics so we sort of like put it together and that's I mean we wrote that song in like no time at all and then we've We've written, and like she was like, oh, do you like this melody in this other song? And I was like, oh, maybe do this. And like she helped me with lyrics. And I think that's been like a key for co-writes is like if if I'm with someone who's really good at lyrics and that's like their thing, I, we can write like endlessly, you know. That is so cool. Take us through the recording process of the EP. Oh, uh, the recording process was pretty short, actually. We, uh, we did it at Wellspring Sound in Acton, and uh, it was me... Uh, producer Pedro, who's the man, uh, Alex Fonsel, my drummer, and Cole Salagi, guitar player. And we went in at like 8 a.m. and we got done at like 2, 2 a.m. And we recorded all five songs in that day. We oh. did all the tracking for it. But we actually got, there's an organ part and like a few other guitars that we recorded at other times. But but yeah, it was that was, that was a big day. <laughs> so So it was tracked, it wasn't done live? Well, we did it. We did it live. We did it live. But it was... Um, I was going to mention that it, it does have a very live vibe to it. Yeah. The overall production style sounds very much like an, you know, like an old school organic live recording. Yeah, that's kind of what we were going for. And um, with it, that, it, the drums, guitar, and bass were recorded live. Um, and I think that that's sort of what gives it that authentic feel. And and with this one, what I was trying to do a little more is because I, I listened to Jason Isbell's most recent album, and I basically said, and the producer of that is Dave Cobb, and I essentially told my producer, I was like, I you need to be Dave Cobb, like let's just do it like that. And so we were kind of trying to get a little more like organic feel and. The other songs in the EP are even more more like that. Well, I think you nailed it because it sounds amazing. Thanks. Thank you. So when you write a song, whether it's a co-write, whether it's a song that you wrote solo, how do you then take that arrangement and present it to the band? Well, usually I um, I don't write charts or anything. I'm, I'm not a pro in that sense. <laughs> a lot of my friends that are songwriters have charts. Um, and I, I don't, and mostly because I'm too lazy to write charts, but uh, <laughs> the... Um, I sort of, because I played drums in this punk band, and I, I, I was really into drums, and I played bass and stuff in a bunch of musicals, and, and I sort of have the idea from, generally when I write the song, I have the idea of the groove and everything, so I I, I generally don't leave it to them a lot. I, I can come in with a, a pretty strong idea of, like, I need the drums to do this groove here and this kind of fill here, and and, yeah, I think that helps a lot. That helps sort of move the process along without having charts, um, now, do you find that learning piano and drums 
early in life kind of helped your guitar playing skills? Yeah, definitely drums. I mean, piano, I was like eight and I, I, I hated it in piano lessons, but, um, drums for sure. Like, like all the stuff that I'm doing with like, you know, the, the rhythmic stuff, like knowing what the kind of groove is that I'm trying to recreate on guitar and, and essentially like, even when I'm strumming, like knowing what groove is under that, I think that that's helped me so much. And um, and that's almost almost you know identical. I had uh, I'm not too sure if you're familiar with Ellis Paul. He's a, a singer yeah. songwriter from Boston, and he yeah. had said the exact same thing: is that he treats his guitar like it's a drum kit, and he lays down the bass line, and then he lays down the percussion, and then he f does the fill in with his finger picking around what he's doing with the percussion and the bass. Yeah, I think I think definitely to a gr degree. Like I, I actually uh, Dave Grohl, I saw him. He was like. Yeah, I, I use the, the lower strings as like a kick drum and the snare and then the higher strings as cymbals, which like when you go, you know, like it's a lot more interesting than even though it's technically the same thing. Exactly. And, yeah. Fantastic. Peter, anything to add to that? No, I mean, just like in R and the quality of music that comes in through the show, it's just amazing. <laughs> you know, you guys are great. Thank you. Appreciate that. Let's uh, continue with the greatness. Let's hear another song. What cool. are you going to play for us next, Sam? This song um, is one It's called Even in May, and this is one I wrote, and I think it's going to be the next the next single that's going to come out in a few weeks, uh, and it's it's sort of like a slow slow jam, and we want it to be, the production is really like Tedeschi Trucks Band, um, if you know them, and there's a lot of organ, and it's very sort of classic rock. Well, theme. you know where she's from, right? She's from... Like half a mile down the road. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, we yes. grew up with her. Oh, yeah, what? She's awesome. That's crazy. Yeah. So she might be listening. You never know. <sighs> <laughs> All right, this one's for you. <laughs> yeah, it's called Even in May. Sam Robbins, 95.9 WATD. All yours, my friend. Thanks. Of the sky 
shone brightly. I didn't know they could, but the rain came down soon nightly. I knew it would. I was broke, you were fragile. We swore we'd fly to the moon. Our hearts were young, but not agile. We were doomed. We were doomed. We made something beautiful, and it hurts to tear it away. We made something wonderful. Sam Robbins in studio tonight, 95.9 WATD. Sam, take us through how you wrote that song, if you would. Yeah, that song, um, well, that song is kind of weird because a lot of times when you're writing, you're like, this is going to be the hit, you know what I mean? And 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 I, I find the better ones are when you kind of let go a little bit, like on that one, and there's another one. Maybe I'll play that one too, but um, I just sort of was like, I don't care about this song. Like, I... I well, not that I don't care about it, but I, I I don't care what it does. I don't care if anybody likes it, and it it was written so quickly, and um, that was what was so interesting about it, and and that's why I think I honestly think it's like one of the best songs I've ever written, especially with the band and stuff. And it it yeah. Do you find songs that that take the shortest amount of time to sometimes be those better songs? Yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, I think that's a. That's sort of a common thread I've I've heard, you know, through all songwriters is like every once in a while you just get one that sort of just comes out of nowhere, like, and that one wasn't ex- even exactly that, but, but it this one was definitely quick, and and those ones, I know those are good ones. What was the what was the most awkward influence that you had in a song? The most what? Awkward influence on a song that you wrote, like something that that struck you and just that song just came out. Um. In a song that I wrote, um, this song, Italian Rain, I don't know if this is answering the question, but I wrote this song about missing my girlfriend when she was studying abroad in Italy, and I that was another one that I was like, I don't care about, I don't care what this song does, and I, I played it in one of my classes, and this girl started crying. I was like, <laughs> oh my God, okay. Yeah. yeah. Do you ever have a song that you've written that might be too personal to share? Yeah, I think so. Definitely... I I've definitely altered some some parts, you know, in, in because I was like I can't 
you know, I can't have people hearing this. Like, it's... Do you think it, that might change at some point in your career, that you that you are open to sharing things that, that were once too personal and now maybe aren't? Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that last song is a little bit of that. And, and I think as I get older and as I sort of break out of, like being from New Hampshire in like a small town thing you know what I mean I think that that will kind of come with that too a little bit you know can we hear that song you were just talking about Italian yeah. Rain yeah it's kind it's kind of long is that okay that's like, fine you've okay. got uh, you've got uh, what oh. eight minutes here I think oh, before yeah, the next yeah. commercial yeah. break so yeah, exactly. take your time <laughs> yeah um, yeah it's Italian Rain okay we have Sam Robinson studio tonight 95.9 WATD it's all yours you made me question if I should move away. You've been gone for three whole months, but it's been okay. I guess I'm going across the sea to see if I love her and if she still loves me. Are we more free than we were at 15? My hair is longer than it was It's taken me these days Of not seeing quite straight Of running around like a chicken with no head To know That you still feel the same Oh That I need your rain Thought it would be like any other day But it sure felt new to kiss you Under Italian rain Doesn't it seem funny I came a thousand miles Haven't slept in like 28 hours But it's been worth my while to rebuild something I thought was crumbling down Like the Coliseum walls were sticking around Have we broken the chain We never knew we made Your face is darker than it was It's taken me these days of not seeing quite straight Of running around like I can do it all myself To know That you still feel the same oh, That I need your rain I thought it would be like Any other day Sure, felt new to kiss you under Italian rain. So come on, take my hand. If you're my girl, I'll be your man. We've grown armor like thorns on a road. I'm done breaking your heart Just to piece it back part by part 
Our years grow shorter every day. Will you always feel the same? Oh, I'll forever need your ray. I thought it would be like any other day. You sure found new to kiss you. Do Italian rain. Do Italian rain. Very nice. That is Sam Robbins on the tiny stage tonight. Ninety-five nine WATD. Excellent job on that, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. So, if Weird Al could do a parody of any of your songs, what would it be, and what would he call it? Oh my God. Oh, that, that's a tough question. I, well, I, I'll tell you what. We have to take a break in a couple seconds. Do you want to think that over and, and tell us after the break? Yeah, sure. Another question is, uh, when the pick falls in the hole of your guitar, what's your favorite <laughs> method to get it out? Oh, God. That hasn't happened in a while, actually. Um, I don't think there is a method. I think you just shake it around until it um, falls out somehow. I, I don't know. I would love to know a real method for that because, I, actually, that happened... Like a few months ago, and and it was stuck in there for like hours, and I couldn't because I have a lot of like electronics in the guitar too, <laughs> so it was just getting caught in the wires and stuff. It was crazy. Awesome. We have Sam Robinson studio tonight, ninety five nine WATD. Any upcoming shows you can share with us? Um, I'm actually I'm playing at at the uh, what am I trying to say? The Christmas tree lightings at uh, Copley Square on Monday, and then at the Common, Boston Common on Thursday. And those are really cool shows. and Very I, cool shows, yeah. Congrats yeah. on that, man. Thank you. Yeah, and I, I actually did a, a little one uh, at Christopher Columbus Trellis on Monday, and I didn't, I didn't, I thought I would just be playing while people were walking by, but there was a big stage and like 600 people watching. It was crazy. It was wild. Insane. Sam Robinson, Studio Tonight, 95.9 WATD. We have to take our final timeout of the night, but I think on the other side of this break, we have time for maybe a, another story and another song. Does that work for you? Yeah, that sounds great. All right, and Peter Black in the wide world of blues comes your way at 10 tonight. He'll be taking you through those early morning hours with some amazing blues music, so stick around. Lots comes your way tonight here on 95.9 WATD. Experience the satisfaction of fine listening. Almost famous. And when you're on the go, enjoy music in motion. Available at 959WATD.com. You're listening to Almost Famous on 959WATD. Yes, you are. My name is John Shea, my co-host for the evening, the man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> Peter L. Brown. Peter L. Brown, yeah, president of Tiny and Sons Glass. Yeah, I got to give a shout out to uh, Kevin Gallerani. In uh, he's across the street, and he was texting me where you know where he's heard this, heard this guy from when I was just asking him. Nice. It was Portsmouth, Kevin. This very cool, Portsmouth. Portsmouth. Yeah. So, Tiny and Sons very much involved in the community. What type of community projects do you have coming up planned for the uh, Thanksgiving season, maybe Christmas as well? Well, right now we're um, Kevin and uh, speaking of Kevin Gallerani, we're both on the board with the uh, Plymouth Boys and Girls Clubs. So we're working on that for Christmas, and uh, uh, we work together with the Plymouth Lions and and then the Talking Information Center. Like yes. we were doing that this morning. With, I'm our uh, producer there with those yeah. guys too, and yeah. uh, we just had our big fundraiser, which you were a major part of, our wine dinner. Yeah. So thank you so much for your support with us. No, that. thank you. That was amazing. 
And you're also involved heavily with the Boys and Girls Club. Yeah, boy, I'm the. I'm going to be the. I excuse me. I'm the vice chair this year for the Boys and Girls Club, and uh, Kevin's our resource director. From Kevin owns uh, Cape Autobody in Plymouth. That's where our second location is, and uh, he does a great job. Excellent. Yeah, keeps me out of trouble. I'm good. Good to hear. Uh, you should see some. Can of he help the text. me too? We're, well, no. Actually, I'm going to read texts on the radio later. What what he's been sending me. Oh so. boy. Oh yeah. After the safe harbor is after ten. So the safe harbor is after ten. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Share with us the website. Yeah, I, can, I see it's getting close to so, ten. Uh, I yeah, I know. I'm so The sugar levels going down. We need some candy. Uh, it's tinyandsons.com. Uh, you can check us out on Facebook or Instagram. Our uh, second location now is in Plymouth. We work out of Cape Auto Buddy right there on um, uh, Route 3A. Fantastic. Congrats uh, on that. Yeah, it's awesome. So have to come down and check it out. And, Absolutely. And uh, my friend Gabby works uh, is going to be working for a Brabo Payroll, and uh, she's been texting me like crazy. She lives in Carver. She's the cranberry queen. So uh, hopefully you guys are enjoying yourself. Uh, Great. Yeah. Thank you so much, and yeah. thanks for your support over the years. And no, you- and, and Sam, I'm just... I'm just I can't believe you're 21. You're just amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. So I'm I looking really forward to that. some future shows with you. Yeah. That is the voice of Sam Robbins. He is our tiny stage guest tonight. Sam, thank you so much for coming down all the way from New Hampshire tonight to play with us live on the tiny stage. You sound amazing. If you would, uh, before we uh, go into our final song of the night, share with us your online information. Um. Well, thanks, John, for having me. I really appreciate it. Um. And uh, samrobbinsmusic.com. Sam Robbins Music on Facebook, Sam Robbins Music on Instagram. And there are two B's in that name. A lot of people get them. R-O-B-B-I-N-S. But Sam Robbins Music, you can find me, essentially. Like Marty Robbins. Yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. So um, we're at to, before we wrap things up officially, give us the plug for the EP, too. Yeah, um, well, I'm going to put out an EP sometime after the holidays, but uh, hopefully a new single in the next week or two three weeks um and yeah it's gonna be a little more of like an americana like kind of a more natural sounding uh thing and it's it's i'm excited about it very nice we are too tell us about the final song of the night this one is actually not going to be on the ep sadly i wrote it after we recorded but this is like one of my favorite songs i've i've written and i wrote it in portsmouth i was if anyone knows Portsmouth, there's a big bridge that goes over the water. And um, I wrote it, I thought of it when I was coming back from a gig in Maine. And it was like so nice out. And I was really stressed. But then I was like, man, it's like, it's summer. It's so nice. Like, this is such like a beautiful place. Like, how can I feel anything but good right now? And then I was like, that sounds like a song. And I, I, I tried to make it a little more country and add some like country imagery in there. But yeah. All right. Sam Robbins. Thank you so much again. Get home safely. We'll talk to you soon, and we'll turn things back over to you on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. Peter Black comes your way next. The sunlight's gone by now. Darling, do not fear Fireflies are all around The back road that we took here The trees are losing their leaves But tonight we don't have to believe 
Anything but good, anything but free, anything but closer to where you wanna be, anything but alright, anything but clear. Like you can really lay back, let somebody steer, and watch the chips fall. Well, I can know they should. Anything but good. Don't get up too quick. Don't let this feeling escape. I'll get you one more drink. This world is still turning around, but God must be driving with the windows down. Oh, tell me, well, how can you feel? Anything but do, anything but free, anything but closer to where you wanna be, anything but alright, anything but clear. Like you can really lay back, let somebody steer. And watch the chips fall. Well, I can know they should. Anything but good. Through everything, everything. I wouldn't change anything, anything. Oh. Maybe the only thing that's real is when you feel anything but good. Anything but free, anything but closer to where you wanna be. Anything but alright, anything but clear. Like you can really lay back, let somebody steer, and watch the chips fall. Well, I can know they should. Anything but good, like you know they should. Anything but good.